Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Kristen Smith, Pennsylvania editor for the Center Square. Joining me today is the Center Square's Pennsylvania reporter, Anthony Hennon. Anthony, you wrote about this week uh, long-term homelessness in Pennsylvania. It's an issue across the country, and it's something that has been particularly difficult for officials to address. So would you start out by just explaining what you mean by long-term homelessness? Yeah, so basically these are these are the chronic cases. Um, these are people who have either been out um, on the street for you know a year or longer. Um, generally, they tend to have more um, issues with addiction. Um, some sort of mental illness um, is cropping up. Uh, gen- I, I think the easiest way to see it as th- these are the hard cases. These are not someone who may be down their luck for a month or two, and then they find some stability or they get help from family. These are generally people who are really struggling either um, physically, mentally, psychologically, um, generally, they don't have uh, many connections or a way off the street. So what, what cropped up here, and as we've seen nationally, you know, there, there, there's some there, there's some uh, hope in these numbers. Um, when we're looking at overall homelessness, uh, we're kind of seeing some drops and some significant ones. Um, nationally, uh, pre-pandemic from 2010 to 2020, homelessness fell by about 33%, and specifically about 55% for veterans. Um, but we are seeing chronic homeless, homelessness creep up a bit. Um, it's gone up by about 4%. When we're looking more on the state level, Pennsylvania has about 15,000 residents who are homeless. And then specifically in Philadelphia, um, we've also seen a drop, a 22% decrease in homelessness from 2018 to 2022, and a 19% reduction in chronic homelessness. But that those chronic numbers grew um, after the pandemic, jumping up by about 14% from 2021 to 2022. So we're seeing some progress, um, but there's still some, some difficulties happening, and we're kind of seeing some numbers climbing up that we don't necessarily want to see. The solution to homelessness seems rather obvious, and that's build more houses. But it seems like from your reporting that Pennsylvania just won't get out of its own way. Yeah, I mean that that is yes, essentially. Uh, you know, the more the more housing we get built out, um, the more shelters we get built out, um, the the more affordable places get. People tend to stay off the street, or they have they have some sort of safety net to fall back on. Um, the problem here in Pennsylvania, it's not necessarily unique. Um, a lot of states are seeing this, where one of the issues is simply a lot. There's a lot of red tape out there. There's a long process to go through to actually get more housing built. Um, there's various uh, barriers with zoning rules um, that can limit uh, limit action. We're seeing also, you know, other places, there's more, uh, more innovation going on or more flexibility where state-owned land is a perfect opportunity, um, some experts say, to build more housing or to use that for um, housing services. But that's not quite happening yet. Um, there, there's a lot of, uh, of either... The inherent um, stagnation that we see in state agencies can be a problem here. We'll see local opposition from people who don't necessarily want this type of housing near them. Um, so there's a lot of hurdles to be uh, to be uh, addressed, even when you do have some support or um, a push to do this in the first place. So you mentioned it's a problem for many states, but are there any that have found a way to handle this better than Pennsylvania? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if... You'll, you want to address this on the state level specifically. I, I think more what we're seeing is some hopeful um, programs on s- the city level. Um, Denver has been held up as an example of uh, how to approach things. Um, Houston, Texas, also at the same time. Houston has 
uh, is a bit of an outlier here in that they don't actually have traditional zoning. Um, so there's simply fewer barriers to building different types of housing in um, across the city. Um, but we're also seeing some movement on the state level when we're looking at Montana. Uh, Montana has had issues with um, housing unaffordability and prices have been going up dramatically. Um, so they've taken some action to um, relax its zoning rules so more housing can be built. Um, it's not only single family housing that gets immediately approved. Now you're seeing more um, duplexes, uh, quadplexes, more apartment buildings are uh or it's easier for them to get through. And so that's helping drive down some of these costs, which helps deal with um, overall homelessness. Because when, when we see a lot of studies going on, the more um, the more pricey that housing gets, uh, we do see an uptick in homelessness. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Anthony Hennon, this is Kristen Smith. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.